She is Courageous is a podcast centered around empowering women, destigmatizing mental illness, and general everyday conversation. My name is Natalie, and I'm your host. And I like to bring to you challenging topics, things that you may want to talk about, but not everybody wants to listen to, and things that women just don't generally talk about, but need to. I hope you enjoy enjoy today's episode. Today I'm excited to bring to you my interview with a good friend of mine, Miyoshi Thomas. She has actually lived an amazing for lack of a better term, rags to riches story. Uh, we used to work together many years ago um, where we were both very different people. But to see where she came from to what she's doing now to help empower other women around her and show us that no matter where you come from, you can do anything is amazing. And I'm so excited to have her today. So here you go. Okay. What's up? All right, so I like to start off with some icebreaker questions, kind of um, give people the opportunity to get a little bit more knowledge of who you are and and where you know where you come from and all that. Um, what, okay. what was your first job? My first job was Burger King, and I had my fact I had two Sonic and Burger King. Yep. Okay. On Uri Drive. Burger King and Sonic over off of Uri Drive? Yep. What'd you do at Sonic? Sonic, I was a car hop. I was a car hop. Um, matter of fact, it, um, they had just opened up that one right there on King's Highway. So we actually went there and helped open that store. And then Burger King, I was a crew leader. Yep. Nice. My God, it was I like still say to this day that if I could make a living off of being a car hop, that's where I would still be. That was my favorite job was being a car hop. Yeah, because you meet that type of people. And I was going to ask, did that? Did do you think that has anything to do with your skills today? Yes, because you, yes, you learn how to. Um, it helps you learn how to deal with conflict and being diverse. Being diverse, so yeah. Mm-hmm. You, do get, you, do, you get a lot of different characters being a Sonic car hop, don't you? Yes, a lot. <laughs> yes. A lot of different characters. A lot of different characters. But to tell you the truth, that's in, that's in any customer service, though. Mm-hmm. Any, any job field and you dealing with customer service. So, yeah. yeah. That's true. That is true. All right. Have you met, ever met anyone famous? Well, actually, I went to the BET Awards this year. <laughs> so, so yeah, the BET Awards is that what you said? Yes, I went to the on uh, the BET Awards. So yes, I oh had. Oh gosh, it. how cool! <laughs> yes, it was very cool. So yes, I yes, I seen Mickey, Nicki Minaj. Um, oh god. Um, who else did we see? Um, Benzo from um. Love and hip hop. Yeah. No. Yes, I want to get the pictures to you. Yes, that's my page. Um, I, I missed that. I'm gonna have to go look. I'm so jealous. Yes. Um, who else? Oh my god. Um, I met a lot of people off Love and Hip Hop, like Paris. Um, I can't think of the other guy name, but the pictures are 
uh, on the Facebook page. So yes, it, we had it oh, was a blast. That is so cool. And when was that? Was that this past year? Yeah, it was in June. We went in June. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and look because I did miss that. Oh, that is neat. I am jealous of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, in my journey with uh, uh, direct marketing and leadership, and in, in in you know the different jobs that I've had and everything, the one common factor across the board was um, reading is essential. Uh, do you have a favorite book or what are you reading right now? The Bible. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be number one. <laughs> and I, read number one. Of, I read a lot of self-development books. Like um, my pastor is a, a published author. Um, other members in the church are um, published authors. So I read their books. Um, um uh oh my god i read i read a lot of books i read um like daily devotionals um i'm trying to see that i have one because i normally have books everywhere i i a lot of books on faith and strength i was gonna say is it is, do they have like a theme like they kind of pour back into you or teach you how to kind of um, yeah. keep hold of that positivity because you know we we kind of live in a pretty negative world and we get hit with a lot of negative stuff. So, um, yeah. so is that so you, have that. you stick with? Yeah, I, I, I read a lot, a lot of books on encouragement and um, you know, especially women, women in general. And um, yes, yeah, so I read a lot of those. Um, I do a lot of I am affirmation. Um, uh, a lot of. Um, I was gonna say because I do, I do see on your Facebook a lot. You that's one of my favorite reasons of following is, is you are always very encouraging. You post um, a lot of encouraging things and kind of giving people direction and all that. So, do you think those yeah. books played into that? Oh yes, yes. And that's why I try to keep a lot of them and I, I follow a lot of positive minded um women's um who actually, you know, are overcomers, you know, everybody's situation is different. Everybody's struggle is different. So I uh, I seem I tend to be around a lot of positive people who, you know, who don't mind sharing, you know, their principles or the steps they took to overcome whatever situation it was, whether it was domestic violence, you know, emotional, uh, like with me, you know, coming out of prison, trying to, you know, stay on the right track and, or uh, just, just like, like my book say, against our odds, just beating the odds. Okay. Um, if you could pick up a new skill instantly, what would it be and why? Ooh, no, a new skill. Wow. Now that's a good one. I, I honestly, let me see a new skill. Or let's maybe change it up a little bit. What is one skill that you might already have that you want to boost or have the opportunity to use more and why? I think it I think it would be um coaching skills. And I and, and the reason is why is because you know something a lot of people don't like to open up and talk to people about their past. Sometimes what they're probably going through. So it, it's it's my coaching skills and 
you know, as coaches, you don't talk, you actually listen. You know, you listen and you let, you know, your client, you know, tell you, you know, what's going on. And then you decipher from there, okay, well, this person, you know, need this kind, you know, because some people need more intense coaching than others because some of them are, I won't say hard core, but they maybe yeah, and they t- they tend and because they ain't kept it in so long, so it's just hard for them to actually just to open up and release and without people them thinking people are gonna be judgmental. Because I, I I say that because it's how I was. Yeah, it it took me to go through my wilderness to know okay it's okay to be teachable and coachable. And, you know, you just have to have a disconcernment when it comes to, you know, who you really can let into your space. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, because I have a tendency. I love to try to help, quote unquote, people, but I talk at them so hard. And and to hear you say to be able to effectively help somebody and coach them through, you have to be a good listener. So yeah, thank yeah. you for pointing that out. Thank you for pointing yeah. that out. Yeah. All right. So last icebreaker question. Who is someone that you really admire? Oh my God. Um, Michelle Obama. <laughs> um, oh my God. I I I admire the women's in my circle who I call my cover girls because when I say they pray and Lay out. Um, I, they tell it like it is, whether I want to hear it or not. <laughs> so, yes, they hold me accountable for my, you know, actions, and a lot of them is just sent, um, watching them, especially like in their professional businesses, and um, you know how they carry themselves, because you know sometimes you know people clap, you be want to clap back. And it that was me, but now I know our react our actions does not need a reaction. So that that was something that I had to learn on this journey. And um it just I mean, it's just some powerful women and we as women, you know, we need to learn to celebrate each other and not tear each other down, but actually Amen. you know, hold each other up and you know. With me, it's our, we, we all need to learn to be teachable because somebody can teach us something because we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So that this this so I I do I admire the women that's on the track for the kingdom and doing kingdom business and just this this knocking those barrels and those walls down, you know. Ooh. And that's and that's the women in your circle. You have that in your circle, and that's what you admire oh, yeah. them. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer because I had to learn it the hard way. We are who we surround ourselves with. So. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. This, this, this is the biggest one. Yes. You know, you want negative, surround yourself around negative, and you're going to get it. But if you want positive people who, you know, really on it, you know how that saying goes, um... If you want to be a millionaire, surround yourself around millionaires. And um, like I said, look at your circle of friends and 
if five of them or, or four of them are millionaires, you 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 are bound to be the fifth one. So I I'm a firm believer in it. Yes. Oh, you're preaching at me today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So let's move on to the meat and bones questions. So you tell us where you've come from. You mentioned already that you, you went to prison. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Yes, ma'am. We can talk about it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Tell, so talk to us for where you come from, what, what God allowed you to go through. And then tell us how that is helping you get to where you are today, or it has helped you. Well, um, I was born and raised in Allendale. You know, you know, this, um, you know, a low, you know, high crime, low poverty area, um, single, single parent. You know, my mom raised me and um, my sister and my brother, single parent. Um, and, you know, uh, back then, before I came on this journey, you know, you see the um, fancy cars and the big rims, live music, you know, the people with, you know, the means with the money, you be like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, and um, that's that's the type of environment that you know I grew up in, and um, this guy, you know, my mom, you know, she raised us, you know, we was in church, um, she kept a tight, you know, ring on us, but you know, when you get older, and you know, your mama can't tell you that you you grown, you start smelling yourself, and you. You, you you go off that off that road and that path that she had you on, and I did. I went off that road and off that path, and you know, just started doing things, writing checks, um, forgery, um, they dope dealers, you name it, there was. And, um, you know, and like the like the saying goes, you know, warning come before destruction, and um, you know, I had warnings, but me being me. I was too busy in that street life to, you know, so in order for God to get my attention, he had to put me in my wilderness. So you know, I went to prison for seven and a half years. And it, this is really where my journey of faith started with God. Because, you know, I'm like, you know, like any other human being, oh, God, you give me all this, I promise you. Mm-hmm. We like to bargain. You know, I'm still there trying to pre-bargain with God and Bear in mind, the time before when I hadn't got in trouble, I had been, say, been saying the same thing. So uh, it wasn't until I got um, maybe my third year in prison. And uh, I mean, he spoke to me just as loud and clear. He was like, you know, when you make a uh, a vow to me, you know, I come back to collect on my vow. And he was like, you know, all the other time I got you out, you said you weren't going to do X, Y, and Z. You went right back and did and so, you know, when you're in your wilderness, no money can't move you, can't nobody move you until God, until God is ready to release you or you learn whatever that lesson is that he's trying to teach you on that yeah. policy. So, yeah. you know, I did, you know, seven and a half years and, um, you know, I'm in the Louisiana Penitentiary. I'm, you know, bear in mind, never been, uh, you know, away from home, away from my kids. You know, I'm here <laughs> amongst murderers. I'm talking these women who didn't kill their babies and fed them to their spouses. You know, I'm like, you know, it was a whole nother world. And I'm like, man, do this 
is this really going on? Does this really happen? And I'm like, Lord Jesus. But yeah, I um, you know, I did those seven and a half years. You know, I earned different degrees while I was there because you know they say you let you go to school. And um, when I came home in 2002, and I was like, man, I'm coming home out of prison. You know, I got um degrees, but ooh. Lo and behold, I got so many doughs sounds in my face. No, 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 no. You're an ex-con. No, you've been in prison. I'm like, God, is this really how pe- people are treated when they come home from prison? So I just, you know, I just made my mind. I was like, this, now, nah, God, it's something more for me. So I just, you know... Back and forth, you know, on on my faith wall, because you know sometimes you get discouraged and you be like, man, I might just go back to you know, what I was doing, and you know, because it seemed like on this faith wall, it, it's even harder. But um, you know, I um, I just buckled down and I I was just like, Lord, I ain't going back to prison. <laughs> I ain't going. No, it's it's not for me. And I just you know got on this journey. And I made up my mind. Um, went to school. Everybody said, oh, you got a background, so you can't do X, Y, and Z in a medical field. So I was like, you know, God, I don't know the God they serve, but I know the one I serve. Went, earned my R-H-I-T from Southern. And one day, um, (laughs) and it's so ironic because when I think about it, um, I came home in 2002. It is now 2018. That means I've been home. 16 years, one plus six equals seven. <laughs> See, it's just ironic how, how mm-hmm. God works. Yes. Um, so this is you know, this is my year of completion. And I um it's just amazing um how when you surrender and submit to God, how the doors just even the ones that man closed, how he just opened them wide and um I was just like 2007, I was like, God, I don't know what it is you want me to do, but um, I was working and I had got a job and God was like, do you trust me? And I was like, yeah, I trust you. So I walked away from that job and I haven't worked for man since 2007. Hey, <laughs> work for yourself since 2007. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And now uh, it ain't been easy now. It has been headed ups and downs, but you know, I, I come to, you know, rely on God because I like I tell anybody to go from welfare to wealth, this it's a process. Yes. It's it's a process, to, you know, when you know you was getting uh a where well, I used to say a guarantee, but ain't ain't nothing guaranteed. And God showed me that I don't think it's guaranteed it's him. Mm-hmm, and, yep. trust, and your trust and faith in him. So it was um I had been been supposed to wrote wrote the book, but me, like another human being, I didn't know where to start. I'm talking about resources, um, didn't know who to reach out to. So um it was um Last year, last year, I um reached um I had got an email after 
the blue, well, which I now I knew it was gold, and it was from a lady. She uh, has a group, um, well, uh, for women of empowerment, and um, she teaches them, you know, to do public speaking. And um, she had reached, I had reached, and she was looking for speakers to come to uh, Los Angeles and speak at her event. So I had reached out to her, submitted my story, and um, she instantly emailed me back. So I'm like, and she's a public figure. So I'm like, man, this a joke. <laughs> <laughs> this, this can't be real. So I reached out. Yeah. So I I um I forwarded to my other another mentor of mine uh, who's been there from day one. Oh my gosh, she's awesome. And I forwarded to her and she was like, No, this is real. She real. I seen her in Detroit. And I was like, oh, she was like, but uh her event was sold out, so I couldn't get in. She was like, she's real. So she actually, she actually called me on the phone when they was interviewing um, the speakers. And uh, she was like, when I heard you say you were from Louisiana, <laughs> she was like, I kept, kept saying, it's something about that young lady. So she called me and, um, you know, we talked and I had told her that um, I wanted to write a book, write my book, but I didn't know where to start. Um, what to do. So she was like, I know this a girl because she was like, um, she was just launching her publishing company. And she said she had just prayed and told God that she wanted to help five women stand on their stories and help them write their books. And she was like, you're the first one. So she was like, I know this is of God. And so um, me thinking, I'm like, I'm going to take six Six to nine months to write this book. She said, oh, no, man, we're going to write this book in 90 days. I'm like, 90 days? Nice. She no was like, I'm like, oh, God. So um, it's it's like, you know, when when stuff is in alignment with God, it, it flows. And so it was just like, you know, she told me, you know, what, what I need to be done. So I prayed. I'm like, okay, well, God, is this your will? And then it was like boom, boom, boom. I was like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> so um, you know, I we actually um you know, I wrote I wrote the book less than 90 days. And um it was just astonishing how um, you know, the graphic designers, it's like everybody that, that I needed was already in place. It was just a, a point of me reaching out. To them, and I'm like, I need it, and they was like, I got you, I got you. They came through, and um, it actually was supposed to have been released August 8, 8, 18, but <laughs> it didn't happen. So it's been so much spiritual warfare, and um, it's ironic because when I went on the cruise, I'm sitting there, and you know, when you're on the water, especially me, I love water. So like this one. God talked to me the most on water. So I was on this cruise. I have, I have been praying, you know, about the book, talking to God about something. Um, he kept saying water births. So I'm like, what is, what is going on with water births? What is God talking about water births? So, you know, September is the ninth month, nine, full turn. So, um, so I'm sitting there and he literally was like, you, you, I, I stop you in the process of your labor, which meaning the producing of the book coming out. He was like, because uh, 
there was not gonna be no stillborn. This wasn't gonna be no stillborn birth. So I'm like, what? Well, that just got me all down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, yes. Um, he was like, even though you, um, I know you wanted the book to be birthed on 8, 8, 18. He was like, but that, you was too early. He was like, so, and for a long time, I used to always ask people, what did the number 21 mean? Because I never, I, he always, Kendra, get out. And get off of it. Yeah. Go on now. And um, so I'm like, so on this particular day, when I'm when I'm sitting on the water talking to God, the day was 9-21-2018. He was like, This is the day that your baby is being birthed. It is now full term. Then I was on the ninth day. See, I was like, God, you is. <laughs> oh, man, like down my spine. You know what and I'm I, saying? And I, and I tell people all the time, that's how he deal with me with numbers. And y'all should be eating them cheese puffs, and you know that. I said, so when God deals with me, that's how he deal with me with numbers. So I was so, um, I was just blown away. It really got me to my knees when, um, when this revelation came, I was like, oh my God. And then, so the book, the book signing is 10 20 2018. So, you know, 10, 10, 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 10, then 8 plus 1, 9. I was like, God, this, <laughs> I just, you know what? I just surrendered. I, I just still, I just keep it in the forefront. And so um, the the reason why uh, Against Odds actually um, finally came is because, you know, we have a lot of, it's not just females. You have a lot of males who come out and they feel like, you know, it's nothing for them to do. And, you know, and society do hold, you know, ex-con over their heads, but I'm like, that's not who God, that's not who God named me. That's not what God told me. Man know. gave you that name. Yeah. God didn't give you that's that name. Like, you know, my my destiny and my future, and most definitely not my purpose, does not lie in man. So I'm just like, you know what, God? <laughs> it's against our odds. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm telling you, you know, you know, about the prompt, you know, the the principles that I stand on and I, it's, it's daily, you know, I write it down. <laughs> I believe it. I work on it. I see it. And I trust God. I, regardless to, you know, and I tell people all the time, right there, I don't care how silly it may seem to other people. If God gave you that vision, you write that vision down, you work that vision, and you, you believe that vision, and God gonna bring it to pay. Will it take a day, a week, a year? You know, it just you know everything is in God's timing. So yes. you know, against you know against our all, like I said, it actually just started out me writing a book about my personal journey and my faith that got me to where I am now. But not knowing that it actually it affects a, a lot more people than just me yes. because I, I want people to know that. God is real. Yes, I mean, is. 
you the the life you may dream, desire, think about, thought about, you could actually live that life, but you have to be on one accord. And you, your the first thing is your heart got to be right. You got to have a certain heart, and you have to be able to. Cause I know sometimes people think I'd be crazy, but you have to listen to God's voice. And with me, with me, it's also about. Listen to your leadership, of course, too, because they see a lot more than you can. And see, they can open portals, doors, that just by speaking. But if your heart is not right and if you're not in alignment with, with what God has for you, you're going to miss it. And I I'm, I'm, I, I tell anybody, man, I had to be on that puddle wheel so much I got tired. I was like, okay, look here now, go. <laughs> now I'm trying... You know, and I keep telling people until you learn that lesson you trying to teach you, you're gonna stay on that wheel. Yep. And I told them, I say, they be like, Well, Mimi, how do I say it took me a long time to learn this? But even when you say, when you say, Okay, God, I surrender, I'm done with X, Y, and Z, he's gonna bring it right back around to you just to see if you're gonna pass that test. <laughs> yep. So I was like, let me, let me ask you this then. Oh my god, like I got I wish you that chill bumps. Let me ask you this. Um, when you were sitting in that prison cell, did you ever envision working for yourself and about to have your book published happening in your life? Girl, no. I don't even think about that. I'm just trying to think I'm gonna get that prison cell. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about getting home and just doing the right thing and, and, and not coming back there. That's all I was thinking about. Never, and I tell people all this, like my favorite word, I never imagined. I never imagined. I I never imagined um, where I'm at now, being here. It's, it's still like it's surreal, like it's a dream. I never imagined. I never uh, imagined writing a book and I, and I definitely Never imagined me, little old me, you know, my story impacting people. I never imagined it. I never thought, never. I was just wanted, you know, I just wanted to get out, do right, and move on, put the past behind. But, you know, my head, hold on, look what I have planned for you. <laughs> It's all it, he always works outside our comfort zone, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yes, yes, and that's that's not in God's will. That's 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 what I live by. If I if I'm okay with this, I know God's not the one telling me I'm supposed to do it. <laughs> yes, and I tell people that all the time you have to, um, he make you uncomfortable to make you comfortable. Yes, you have, you have to you have to you have to get in that uncomfortable zone in order to move to the next level or to unlock the next the next door of your blessings. It's, see, like, it's, it's like, like a, it's a weird combination. Like your spirit is okay with it because it's right with God, but your flesh is like Ugh, because it's not you know our flesh is not right with God. So yeah, you gotta find that little balance. Yeah, that, you know, and that's just uh, like I tell people. Um, they be like, well. You, how do you make it, you know, working? I mean, you know, they're like, you don't, you have your own business. I said, yes, I have my business are successful, but I tell them these, these, the businesses are God given businesses because I never went to school for accounting and the tax office is successful. 
Uh, now, you know, I just started the travel agency, uh, the credit repair. Um, I told him, I say, I be, I wake up, I have a notebook on the side of my bed, and what he tell me, I write down, and they say I get up, and I just do, just go with what he tell me to do. And I was like, you know, it's, um, it, it, you know, like I said, you you know, you had your season, you had your ups and downs, but last year, I went to a um a sermon, and the pastor was um preaching about um she had said, "Don't just let me contain it, but let me obtain it." And from that sermon, I wrote it on the wall, and I say it every day: "God, don't just let me obtain it." Let me contain it. And so when it came about about the book, I was like, oh my God, you know, for he, he'll provide the provision for the vision. He'll he'll give you the resources. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, it's called XYZ. Uh some people, publishing company won't, you know, you to sign a contract. And I was like, God, I no, God, uh, you know, God, you got to leave me on this one. And uh, I can honestly say that, you know, my book and the publishing rights, all it belongs to me mm-hmm. because God provided the resources for that. Right? God basically created a publishing company to be sure you yes. could get your story out that he needed you to tell. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Man, and the second one is in the process. That's what I'm talking about. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Keep riding this. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. So I'm very excited about the book. We're gonna circle back around to that. I'm very excited about that. Um, talk to me about your uh, speaking events. You you had mentioned you were hooking up with somebody um, who was trying to to bring people in to speak at her events. Did you start that? Oh yes, I have been to um it's called Amplify Her and it's um a network um for women empowerment. Um her name is Erica Latrice. She's the founder and the CEO the CEO of Amplify Daddy. Her. And um she um Daddy, I want to share my coffee. Okay, I'm on the, I'm talking. You got to wait a minute. Um yeah, I have actually been to the first event was in Houston. Alana, um, I'm getting I'm getting ready to um the book luncheon is here in Springfield, Louisiana, October the 20th. And then I leave October 25th, going to New York to um do a book signing from New York to Chicago and then LA. Nice. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. How neat is that? I, and then I, I so I run it because the places that I'm going. It's actually places that I wrote down that I said I want. I want to go visit. Never would I. Would I? In a million years, I think I'd be there signing books or um, having speaking engagements. But I said, I said, well, I said okay, we go. We finna go. He said, we finna go. Pack your bags. Twenty-eleven. Twenty-eleven for the for I know the plane. So I'm like, okay, girl. I'm. I'm just. I'm in the. The um, passenger seat just strapped down, holding on. <laughs> but you got the best view. I'm telling you, you got the best view. Let him drive so you can just look and watch at every place he's taking you. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I can't even contain it. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm excited. I'm like, 
when I sit back and I just think about literally the, the last six months, how he has been just literally blown my mind. And I know no. he's not done yet. No, he's not. I, I, I can feel it in my heart. Okay. All right. So let's, let's wrap it up on this. After all this amazing God's work that you just described in your life, if you were able to travel back in time to your younger self, what would you tell her? Nothing. To encourage her to keep going. To tell you the truth, nothing. <laughs> you would just let it happen. Because it's the process. It, 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 it's, it's part of my journey. So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't change anything. Nothing. Okay. All right. Well, let me twist it up on you then. Cause I, uh, that's a good answer. I agree with that. If, if anything were to change, I don't think we'd be sitting here today. So I get it. Okay. So if somebody, which you probably have already experienced this with your speaking events, what do you tell a young woman who is on the wrong path, but is looking for a way out? How do you encourage her? What do you tell her to impact her life? I tell, no, I tell my story and I tell her, you know, that, you know, we have life choices and they come with consequences. And I, you know, I tell them, you know, you don't want to go down that path because that, that path is hard to to get past and to get beyond because even though we may be past and beyond, you still have a society that holds it over your head. So that means that it's, it, it, you have to work even harder to prove yourself. And see, that, that was me. It's like I had to work harder and double time to prove myself to society when God was like, no, you are who I say that you are. You know, you go and tell them that you, that I am who you say, that I say you are. And so, you know, I, I just encourage them, you know, stay on the right track, you know, because trouble is easy to get into and hard as hell to get out of it. So, mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to, you know, get yourself back on track with society, they make it harder. But with God, I mean, he wipes it away. <laughs> he throws it in the sea of forgiveness. You know, as man. Far as east is from the west. Yes. So, you know, every day we starting with a clean slate. But to I tell them all the time, just, you know, follow your dream and your passion. Don't let nobody deter you or talk you out of them because they will. And you and I just come to realize, you know, you can't share your million dollar dream with tunnel vision people. You right. just can't. Small minded people, you can't. You just have to go out there and do it and like I say, let God show up and show out because he will. Man, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. so excited. Thank you so much for sticking with me with all the schedule changes. Woo. I'm so glad we could talk today. Yes, um, ma'am. Do you have a speaking event happening anywhere near here? I have a lot of listeners that may want to come listen to you. Well, not yet, but I will keep you posted and to let you know. So, if it is somewhere close to it, but they can come and actually, um, cause I do a lot of people invite me to churches. So yeah, I'll make sure. To, um, yes, please. Cause I can share it on my Facebook page that I post Yeah, all this podcast on. So I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you will have a lot of fans now. Okay. And remind us again of when your book releases. It is October 20th, 2018. It's going to be at the, um, uh, 
the library over there in Tree City. I think it's um, Captain Tree Drive. Is that Captain okay. Tree Drive? Yeah. And yeah, um, you can share with us on that too. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, I got the um, post. I can. Um, yeah, get you the post. But October twentieth is when we can expect it. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. and it's called Against All Odds. From the jail cells to leather chairs, my oh. story, God's glory. <laughs> Amen. Oh, I'm so excited, girl. I'm. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing You're your welcome. story. I, I can't wait to be able to provide another venue for God to use your testimony on. Um, and I hope uh, to be able to do this again after you've done another amazing million bunches of projects. <laughs> yes, yes, girl, yes. Yes, they God right. use me. Yes, ma'am. William Velcro. Yes. Isn't that absolutely amazing? I'm so excited for her in her new book. I'm going to be sharing some information about it on uh, my Facebook page. So please check it out uh, and be sure that you catch up with her at any of her sign-ins or any of the the events that she'll be speaking at. I mean, truly, this this was just a sample of it. You have to... You have to be in her presence also and just feel that energy that uh, she exudes and God exudes through her. I was such an amazing opportunity to be able to speak with Miyoshi today, and I'm so glad that she joined us. I hope you do um, enjoy what she has to talk about. Follow her on Facebook. Follow her on all the social media networks. Buy her book. Tune in to whatever she has cooking. I mean, she is just full of ideas. She is going to change this world. But thank you so much for listening to this episode today. This is Natalie signing out. And remember, you are worth your very best.